I'm Athena Silver. I'm Anya River. And we are the Rebel Crow. Athena is a professional psychic medium and tarot reader, among other things. Anya is a tarot reader and an astrologer, among other things. We are so excited to invite you to check out our weekly podcast, where we have fun talking about magic, tarot, mythology, astrology, and everything witchy. Find us on YouTube and on all major podcasting platforms at the Rebel Crow Psychic Show. Um, we put out a podcast episode weekly. Um, you can find more information at rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rebel Crow Psychic Show with your host, Athena Silver. Hi, guys. I'm on your river. We cannot wait to tell you about the magical herb conversation we're about to have. We are about to take you on a journey into our spring garden planning and medicinal herbs. Are you excited? I'm so excited. <laughs> yep, stay tuned. Hi, and we're back. We're going to get right into this episode. We are getting to the point where it's about to thaw out in the Northeast of the United States where we're based. And we are going to get into spring gardening and what to start planting, when, why, how, horror stories about when herbs reject you and don't want to work with you and cause chaos in your life. <laughs> and a story, most importantly, about something that happens in my garden every year that just is magical and helps usher in an entire, you know, season fall for me. So cannot wait to tell you guys all about this. Yeah, I can't wait to hear your story. I don't think I've ever heard the other story. Maybe I well, have. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Once I start telling you, you're gonna be like, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Because you're usually on the phone when it happens. Um, anyway, so let's talk gardening. So how do you approach an herb garden every year? Like, give us, like, your headspace. For me? Um, well, to be honest with you, when I bought this house 11 years ago or 10 years ago, that was one of the first things I wanted to do, and I did not do it until like well, a little bit here and there but last year I went crazy with a with COVID I just went like absolutely bananas and Me it was too. like all those years <laughs> that were like are thinking oh I want to do this I want to be like this urban farmer the best way to explain it you know we went full-on urban farmer this past year so I am so looking forward to this upcoming season because of last season. Last all season came, just set yeah. such a precedent in my mind. Like you cannot top it. It is gold medal status oh, <laughs> when I it comes to, to like, gardening. I plan to double my garden this year. Like I grew food, yeah. I grew herbs, I grew flowers. I grew like, um, like I planted some, some new bushes and like, I just went over the top for first year you know like yeah. remember all that stimulus money it all went towards the COVID garden <laughs> yes for real oh my god and you're the, right <laughs> the COVID, the COVID garden. oh I even got like um indoor like setup so I have an air Ooh, garden and I have an iHarvest 
<laughs> yeah, the, the arrow garden's already started for this spring. So I've got herbs growing in there. Um, nice. And, and I learned a lot, you know, like there was a lot that, you know, I, I don't know. It's just, there's so much to it. Like you start getting into it. You think, oh, it's just watering and planting and stuff. No, oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you know, there's like, this is full on relationship. You know, you are in relationship with your, with your garden. And yes. I, I, I couldn't be happier that I did it, you know, and, and especially this year, it's going to be so easy to, to, you know, maybe, maybe not double what I did last year. I did a lot last year, but yeah, uh, you know, increase without spending too much money because it's the initial investment, right? That's like usually. Well, I have a hack for that. Um, I am a perennial gardener. I am so mm-hmm. thrifty that I will not pay more than <laughs> once for a bush or a plant or an herb. I'm going to keep yeah. that baby alive <laughs> for years to come. That's why I love roses. Cause I can mm-hmm. literally put a rose bush even in a terrible spot. And that thing will come back each and every year, bigger and better than before. You know, yeah. um, I have this thing where I work with herbs that are like, you don't have to water us for three days. We're cool. We're chilling. You know, <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's really well with like Mediterranean herbs, <laughs> like rosemary. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm planting a garden though, my biggest thing is medicine magic those are my two fronts it i want to know what i'm going to use it uh, in cooking too medicine magic and cooking um because i make teas and i and i do put a lot of my herbs in my everyday cooking for my children and my husband um mm-hmm. just you know keeping everybody on the up and up um but with the garden i'm looking at how can these three things come into a perfect harmony i try to sit down and think of like the top five everyday ailments that occur that how do I treat that magically medically and then even holistically Mm -hmm. and then I'll base the plants that I need off of that I try to go as diverse multi-purpose as you can get I want to basically be able to handle those five everyday ailments in a matter of the six or seven herbs that I carry in my garden. Like I'm an extreme, like if we're doing it, this thing is going to be used for in everything. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. that's good strategy. Yeah. It really makes the most out of it. And it also, by paring it down, I know exactly what's in my garden. I have um, kind of iffy soil um, in my house, uh, the land on my house. Um, I'm, I don't, grow anything that I eat out of the soil from that ground because I don't know what's in it. And I've, my guides have told me like, mm, nope, grow it out of a pot. So <laughs> I'm able to know exactly how many pots I have at every given time, um, what the pot, the, the plant requirements are because I have different weather conditions on my property as well. So I have full sun in the back, like the entire day, this thing is pumping out. You yeah, rates. you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm able to grow like nice Mediterranean herbs over there, but then I also have on the other side of my property is pretty much partial shade, so I can mm-hmm. grow some of the more hardier herbs on that side of the house, which is nice. I get you know I can get some versatility, but it, for me, it's all about multi-purpose. Yeah, right. 
So you mostly do herbs. Are you going to do some food this year? I am. That's my goal for this year. I'm going to dabble in some food. Yeah. I, you know what it is? I love the feeling of when I'm cooking, when I'm making like a whole chicken, for instance, I love being able, part of my step is go out in my garden, clip off this and that, say a prayer and gratitude, and then come and use it for medicine for my family in the form of food. You know, it, yeah. it makes us healthier. And right. the best thing I love about growing the herbs is that you are growing it with whatever intention you put into it. Every time I put in a plant into soil, I say a prayer and I ask it to either be used for healing, for magic, you know, or for just general health and happiness. You know, mm -hmm. I ask the plant to do me that favor and, and I'll take care of it in exchange, you know, and then I get all the spirits land involved and, you know, it, it becomes a, a whole effort of the land that I'm on and everything that inhabits that land. Yeah, it's like a magical infusion. It's a very like much a, a like spiritual a quilt. connection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like so all these so, wo woven layers. So when I'm out there pruning and I, I'm just saying prayers to the plants, to the, to the animals, to the spirits on that land, it's just, it's such a peaceful and meaningful connection. You know, mm -hmm. it's so much more than just putting a plant in soil. You're, you're connecting with it. You're growing with it. You know, yeah. you're, you're making sure that it has everything that it needs. It's, it's almost like taking care of another child or another being, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I, this year, I also got my youngest child addicted to gardening. Oh. Uh, we, we formed a gardening club. So every day he would come <laughs> out and garden with me I taught him how to use the different gardening tools and he just got really into it so much so that he's still getting library books on different gardening techniques that's, it's really cute that's <laughs> so sweet yeah it was a it was a major bonding point for us because I was able to teach my child about you know the earth and why we need to protect it and <laughs> I got one in one so one's really interested in gardening and making a mess and the other one just likes the composter yeah. <laughs> well I have one that loves to garden and one that is like mm, I don't like outside it's kind of dirt <laughs> I don't like outside <laughs> yeah so it's like you know you gotta get it where you can <laughs> but I want to talk to you more about like what specific herbs that are your go-to and then why? Wow. Well, um, I have a lot of different plants, not just herbs, but what I really, so what I have now inside and outside, because remember I've got my inside things yep. too. My inside, um, what is it? What is it called? Aqua, uh, hydroponics. Oh, hydroponics. Hydroponics. Yeah. yeah, they're hydroponics. Yep. <laughs> So um, my favorites right now, my absolute favorite is, um, is actually was here when I moved here. It's my mulberry tree. Nice. And the mulberry tree, like I, I totally didn't appreciate or understand what it was or what it did for so many years. And then I don't know what happened, but like this year or last year, I started like really noticing it and it's amazing. It produces so many berries. It's yeah. it's crazy. And I, I think I didn't think they were edible when I first moved here because I was just like, it's 
too much. You're like, much. that's a foreign berry. I did not plan. I don't know what the yeah. hell that is. <laughs> yeah, like, like, and it was just so abundant that I, I had a hard time believing that it was like, you know, I don't know. There's maybe some some havingness issues there, but the reason why I love the mulberry tree so much is I learned that mulberry trees represent and facilitate cosmic knowledge. Wow. (laughs) And it's just this amazing, like, and I noticed it too. Like I was really gravitated, especially last year, spending so much time in the backyard, really gravitated towards like sitting under that tree and didn't know what it represented. And I had some really powerful visions, you know, like, like, well, that's incredible. part of the knowledge part. You've got to figure out in layers what it really means. Well, I, I, have- I had these amazing visions and I didn't connect it to the tree. And then after the fact, when I started studying the tree, I was like, oh, this is supposed to, this is supposed to do that. You're supposed to get visions. Right. Yeah. So like, I, and I didn't connect because one of these, one of these things was on Lionsgate too. So I thought it was a Lionsgate thing alone. But apparently it was a combination of all of it and it was intense and beautiful. And I just, I love my mulberry tree. So what about you? I I have a similar experience with trees on my property. When I moved here, there's two old growth oak trees that my son, my oldest son um, named them Mr. and Mrs. Tree. Me and Mr. Tree are having a love affair with each other. Okay. I just love that tree on like such a deep soul level. I've done magic with that tree. Um, Mm -hmm. I've made sacred objects with the bark and, and, and the, and the timber of that tree. Like that tree, I even fought for that tree. Yeah. I fought for that tree. (laughs) (laughs) So tell us what happened. uh, Oh, why I had to fight with the tree. Because the house next door to me when I first moved here, um, it was abandoned. It was a really nice situation. I had privacy. <laughs> I could do some spell work and privacy. You know, I used to roam, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so somebody bought the property and fixed it up. And the, and in the midst of the day, I came outside and, and noticed that they had cut Mr. Tree in the wrong way and cut him just, and and I could feel the tree was in pain and, mm-hmm. and I was just like, Oh my God. Like, and every time I would come outside, I could feel like loss and hurt and anger and frustration. And, and I was like, I got to do something. And I spoke to a friend of mine who uh, is a shamanic practitioner and we talked about it and I was like, I, we've got to help this tree. So mm-hmm. we fit, you know, she taught me a ceremony. We, we did it. And lo and behold, it fixed the tree. <laughs> and, so after that, you know, I have a spot underneath the tree that I leave offerings for the spirits of land and for the tree. You know, we have an ongoing relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel bad because I'm a home wrecker coming in between Mr. and Mrs. Tree. But you know what? <laughs> Sorry, Mrs. Tree. You're not as cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Mrs. Tree. <laughs> But yeah, so that's the story. So I got really angry at the neighbors and yelled at them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the ignorance. You know, nobody thought about how the tree would feel. Nobody thought to ask the homeowner where the tree 
stands on. Not that I really own the land or anything. I'm just kind of leasing it here in life. Mm-hmm. But, and that tree will definitely outlive me. But it, in the course of the tree's history, I wanted to be an advocate for that tree. You yeah, know, that's beautiful. Because somebody has yeah. got to stick up for him. He's, he's cool. He's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like we make friends with our trees. So, so when I'm driving down the road, right, I see that tree before I see my house. Yeah. So it like that tree symbolizes home for me. Yeah. You know? I have a similar thing because I can see my trees like two blocks away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I have a lot of like, uh, and there's a, a giant, you know, gathering of crows that live in that specific tree. Like they all have yeah. nests in it and stuff. So, and the crows like, I have an ongoing relationship with them as well. So it's like on this extremely spiritual, deep level that I've connected to the spirits of this land. And for me, every time, like my garden represents like the fertility birth cycle part of that relationship. Mm -hmm. But by tending to those plants, it's showing that land and all of its inhabitants that I respect them and that I wish, I hope that they respect me back that I'm yeah, here to take right. care of them and nurture them. And I hope that they can do the same for me if I need it. Yeah. You know, I'm trying to live in right relationship with all of them. Yeah. That's what, that, that's the beautiful thing about gardening too, is that you, you start cultivating that awareness of the spirit of the plants. Yes. So, you know, and that extends to all of the, you know, like all of the ecosystem. So tell me about some more herbs that you grow. Okay. So I grow rosemary. That's my absolute favorite. I put that shit in everything. Um, <laughs> like that hot sauce commercial. <laughs> um, that is the most versatile herb out there. You can literally put it in any spell work you can think of because mm-hmm. it's for protection and grounding vibration. So and you need that in everything. So it's just, it's such an amazing herb to have. And the smell of it, the taste of it, just everything about that herb just sings to my soul, you know? Um, I grow parsley because I do a lot of like prosperity magic and stuff like that. I also cook with it quite a bit. Um, I use lemon balm a lot, magical workings and glamour magic working. So I grow a lot of that as well. My biggest thing though is I... I grow a lot of sage. Sage mm-hmm. is really, you know, precious to my heart. I use it a lot in my work and I use it for, you know, like uh, spudging prayer and stuff like that. And I like to have enough to last me throughout the year. I like to grow what I use. I don't like to buy um, sage that's hasn't been grown by me mm-hmm. because just the act of growing it is a prayer every level of it is really sacred and it's like my way of showing nature again that you know like I'm here to care for it and that I'm part of it so you know from from cultivating it from a seed to you know harvesting it and and using it in prayer and stuff like that like the entire way through it's it's my way of saying like like, here you go. Like, like, like we did this together, you know? Yeah. And you're definitely really good at it because growing white sage in our area is not easy. 
<laughs> do you grow garden sage or white sage? Both. Both. Actually, I yeah. grow a lot of different sage. <laughs> I grow well, sage good. crazy. I have like multiple. <laughs> well, it's useful in different ways. I, I cook with it as well. Um, I'll make mm. herb chicken and stuff like that where I have a bunch of different herbs that's mostly sage. Um, yeah. It's even just like the smell of it when it grows. You know, I like to, what, you know, when I'm pruning it, and tending to it, I like to just smell the herb. And it's just another way to connect with the plant. It's just every level of it, you know, it, mm -hmm. like it, if you sit in your garden long enough and you're quiet, you remember that you were once part of this. Like you were mm -hmm. once a plant yourself. Like you, you feel like you're home and yeah. all the plants are your homies. <laughs> <laughs> I had some success this year growing white sage in the iHarvest, which I was shocked about because it's a hydroponic system. Like I didn't think that it was going to grow well with so much water, but I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what I to say. I like, have sage that hibernates and makes it through the winter. Wow. Comes back. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> I think it's a spiritual thing. I think that's how it keeps coming back is mm -hmm. um, the spiritual connection with working with the plant. Um, so why don't we talk about horror stories of when yeah, herbs sure. reject you in a hostile way? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you have a story. <laughs> and it's dramatic as hell. Buckle up. It involves a hospital. <laughs> I got my coffee. I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So two summers ago, I was like, you know what? I want to grow basil. I've never grown basil. Everybody uses basil. Basil's a hot herb on the market right now. You could buy it everywhere. It, it, basil was everywhere. Um, and basil I still like, is. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to have basil. So I was, I was really like ambitious. And I'm like, I'm going to get three basil plants. Three. Crazy. So I had <laughs> these long pots where I could only put two in a pot. So this is where the basil started the problem. Mm -hmm. I put two of them in the same pot and then I had one and I happened to only have lavender left. So I put the lavender there, it choked it out miserably. It's yeah. an invasive species. Yeah. <laughs> then that stuff like grows and grows and grows and grows. And it has these little flowers that, that smell like, you can smell it down the block. Yeah. Um, like it, that basil is stinky. And then all <laughs> of a sudden we got the beetle apocalypse of a lifetime. I'm talking about thousands of them. And they were like, they were huge and they were buzzing everywhere. Like we had, we had to keep our lights really off thousands? outside to come in and out of the door. Wow. It was really bad. So on my back deck one night, you know, hanging out, my husband's there, my brother's over, you know, I'm out there listening to music, you know, having fun. And all of a sudden my brother goes, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, a beetle flew into his ear. I have never seen somebody <laughs> scream in pain like that before. It was horrifying. So I had oh to take God. that poor kid to the hospital <laughs> and they pulled a beetle out of his ear. It was just, oh. it was a nightmare. And then I realized, like, no, my husband sat me down. He was like, you're not allowed to grow that plant anymore. Like, next <laughs> year, you're not allowed to have it. And I was like, you know what? 
I am not allowed to have that play. You're right. I can't. So why do you think the, why do you think that it was the basil that, like, why do you think the basil doesn't want to work with you? Like, obviously the Beatles, that's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, I think that I don't, Get, I don't have enough time to devote to it because my garden is big and mm. I grew a lot of it and just the basil just kept growing and growing and growing. It was just overtaking me. Um, I have limited energy because of the illnesses I have. So I, I have to be very careful with fatigue because I get tired really easily. So when I'm tending the garden, like I have to do it in stages and then that stuff just wouldn't stop growing. And, you know, I think it just, it was too much for me. You know, I like the chilled out plants. You like the <laughs> basil. You think the the basil's a needy? It's needy yeah. and jealous. <laughs> oh my god, needy and jealous don't even cover it. You know, um, that you know what? It's a bold plant. It wants attention. It wants yeah. like the paparazzi looking at it. You know, it wants yeah. to be on page six. <laughs> No, I, I, I get that energy from Basil. It's very, like, very showy. I mean, it does It has Paris Hilton energy. <laughs> yeah. That's what it does. It has Paris Hilton in the early 2000s, miniskirt energy, you know? And I don't have time like that. <laughs> That's why I like rosemary. It takes forever to grow. It just mm-hmm. doesn't want to grow. It, it's like... <laughs> just chilling doesn't really want water a whole you know you have you can only water every one once a week um yeah it's very picky so it's like i can vibe with that plant it's not starving for attention that i can't give it so you so, know you gotta be careful i don't have a horror story with lavender but i have a similar like thing with lavender where it just wouldn't work with me for a while and i eventually did figure out a way it's the arrow garden the arrow garden for some reason, the lavender grows for me. Lavender, but I tried. Lavender really likes um, good soil drainage. It does not like to sit in water. You got to put rocks thing. underneath it. It's. I did. I did everything that you're told to do about lavender, and I could not really? get it to grow. And it's like ah. a super easy plant to grow. Like you can neglect it. You know, like oh, yeah. you give it the right setup. I neglect, neglect mine it. all the time. <laughs> I killed, I ordered plants, I did from seed, like I did everything. And then the only thing that ended up working for me was the arrow garden. Go figure, because it's getting water all day long. I don't understand that. <laughs> it gets but, thirsty, because it, it grows really fast. It gets really thirsty, but it doesn't like to sit in wet. So you got to consistently keep hitting it up. I, I, see, I water mine fussy. twice a day in the middle of summer. I find that fussy. Like, <laughs> like I don't mind giving it water. It's the constant, like having to prune it. Like I was out there with scissors and arthritis for hours clipping these basil plants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You right. Know? I got you. It was a lot. I understand. But I so, do love to use the bounty of lavender. So like I make uh, lavender wands, lavender, nice. you know, smudge sticks. And I did a whole bunch of like um, workings for, for other people too. Like I have um, like little satchels and, you know, like different things that I use the lavender for. So I'm really grateful 
to my Arrow Garden. Thank you, Arrow Garden, <laughs> for giving me lots of lavender, which I love, and they it doesn't love me back. <laughs> well, you know what? Keep keep it up. It'll love you eventually. You've got to prove yourself, you know. Or it could be like basil, and your entire family makes you never plant it again. <laughs> They're like, we will leave you if you plant this again. <laughs> And I'm like, please don't go. Well, you wouldn't do that anyway. You're not going to plant it again. I'm not going to plant it. I realized it was a harsh rejection. But anyway, let me tell you guys about the magical thing that happens every year in my garden. Okay. Um, Every August, I have an influx for about a week and a half of butterflies. Just nothing but orange butterflies all over the place. And I guess they, they... I always plant marigolds every year. They attract the ancestors and the spirits. So another reason why I have such a spiritual experience with my garden is because I'm like actively asking the the spirits to come around the garden. So Mm -hmm. it's very, it gives off a very peaceful, you know, situation for me. But the butterflies represent the ancestors coming home. Mm -hmm. So the, the, what I learned last year about the this phenomena that keeps happening, because it kept happening every year since I've lived here, and I'm like, what is going on with this? So I Googled it one day last year. And for the Dia de los Muertos um, festival in Mexico, the butterflies fly from Canada all the way down to Mexico and get there for that festival. They're passing wow. through my property <laughs> in August. So for me, August represents the start of that season, the fall season for me now. Mm-hmm. So next time this year when it comes up and I see them, I know I got to start preparing for that particular festival. And I make mm-hmm. sure that I put marigolds all over the place because of that. It, it really touched my heart um, when I realized the significance of that. It, like it really made me feel like welcome here at my property. That's one of the most beautiful things I've ever heard. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. And I grew marigolds um, just first time last year too. And it was such a great experience. I brought my marigolds inside once it was like cold to help welcome the ancestors back home. But yes. I didn't have anything as amazing as your experience. Maybe next year. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. And it's it's funny because it starts one by one. A but- you'll see a butterfly here, a butterfly, then all of a sudden they're everywhere. And like, they're all over the trees. They're all, they're all over everything. They're gorgeous. See, now I need, now I think you need to go back and look up beetle infestations and see if there's an upside. <laughs> yeah. Something, you know, they wrote about it in the Bible, I think with Egypt and locusts and stuff. <laughs> That's what it felt like. <laughs> you like, see if there's some kind of, no, because it seems like you are just, kind of, you're getting swarmed like constantly so go back and see if the beetle thing is actually like a message a positive like a blessing <laughs> like here we bless you so much that we give you a blessing that you get to bring your brother to the emergency room exactly and see what real thing looks like anyway guys um we hope you enjoyed our crazy gardening conversation. Yes, we're two golden girl old ladies that like to garden. 
and we hope you are too. We hope this inspires you to get out there in the dirt, put your hands in, feel around, plant some stuff, because it's really soothing and helpful and calming and highly recommended. So I'm Athena Silver, professional psychic medium. I do tarot readings, mediumship readings, and different spiritual services. I'm also a mentor. Um, if anybody would like to reach out to me for a reading, my website is readingswithathenasilver.com. My Instagram is at athena.silver. My Facebook is readingswithathenasilver. And my TikTok is athena underscore silver. What about you, Anya? So, yeah, so I am a certified past life regression hypnotherapist, as well as a tarot reader. Um, and you can reach me at Anya River, A-N-J-A-R-I-V-E-R on Facebook or Instagram. And the Rebel Crow website is rebelcrowpsychicshow.com. We release an episode every Thursday on YouTube and on all podcasting apps. And we hope you check it out. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.